0: Let us pray. We thank you, our loving Father, for how you have been with us throughout today. We thank you, Lord, for protection and guidance. Thank you for providing all that we need to make our life sustained and make it comfortable. We are grateful to you, Lord, for the air we breathe, the water we drink, the food we eat, the protection and guidance in going out and coming in. Glory, praise, honor be unto your name now and forevermore once more lord we ask that you bless us even now as we go through your word we pray lord that our spirituality shall be revived we ask father that you grant to us the gift of your spirit even now speak to our hearts dear lord in jesus name i've prayed amen Maranatha. november 6 heaven is cheap enough He shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. Isaiah 53 verse 10 and 11 The love of God is without measure, without comparison. When we contemplate the dignity and glory of Christ, we see how great was that love that prompted the sacrifice made upon the cross of Calvary for the redemption of a lost world. This theme will fill the saints with wonder and amazement through eternal ages, and why should we not meditate upon it here in this world? Oh, the mystery of godliness, God manifest in the flesh, This mystery increases as we try to comprehend it. It is incomprehensible and yet human beings will allow worldly, earthly things to intercept the faint view it is possible for mortals to have of Jesus and his matchless love. How can we be enthusiastic over earthly, common things and not be stirred with this picture? The Cross of Calvary the love that is revealed in the death of God's dear Son. All this humiliation and anguish were endured to bring back the wanderers, guilty and thankless, to the Father's house. O the home of the blessed! I cannot afford to lose it. I shall, if saved in the kingdom of God, be constantly discerning new depths in the plan of salvation. All the redeemed saints will see and appreciate as never before the love of the Father and the Son, and songs of praise will burst forth from immortal tongues. He loved us, he gave his life for us. With glorified bodies, with enlarged capacities, with hearts made pure, with lips undefiled, we shall sing the riches of redeeming love. There will be no suffering ones in heaven, no skeptics whom we must labor to convince of the reality of eternal things, no prejudices to uproot, but all will be susceptible to that love which passeth knowledge. Rest Thank God, there is a rest for the people of God, where Jesus will lead the redeemed into green pastures, by the streams of living waters which made glad the city of our God. Then the prayer of Jesus to his Father will be answered. I will that they also whom thou hast given me, be with me where I am. Amen.
1: Amen. Heaven is cheap enough. The emphasis or one of the emphases of this devotional is to show us the love of Christ, the price that was paid for us. In the first paragraph we are told that the love of God is without measure, without comparison. It is infinite when we contemplate the dignity and glory of Christ we see how great was that love that prompted the sacrifice made upon the cross of calvary for the redemption of a lost world we have two characters here we have christ himself and then we have the lost world the bible says in the book of romans 5 romans 5 verse 7 it says for scarcely for a righteous man Will one die? Yea, peradventure, for a good man, some would even dare to die. Verse eight, but God commended his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And that's why the reading, it says that when we contemplate the dignity of and glory of Christ we see how great was the love that prompted the sacrifice a love without measure for scarcely for a righteous man will one die that is when you look at our world today n- no one there dies for another person every man on his own account less much more to die for a criminal because like i said in the reading we have two characters christ the righteous judge the majesty of heaven the prince of peace the king of the whole universe the one who made man and everything that is in it the hundred billion stars in the universe and the hundred billion milky uh, galaxies that we have in the world we are made by christ and the other worlds innumerable and then this one lost world that he could have dissipated or that could have been vanished then to die for someone who merited it we could say that was a commendable act that's a noble act to stand for those who are who were oppressed those who are mistreated those who are Ill, 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 ill-treated to stand for them is a justifiable cause but who dare dies for a criminal I'm just imagining someone comes to your house and then barges into your house, steals your property, your car, your money, and then does some other evil acts. Even to the extent of, as we know, some sad experiences, rape your daughter, and then is put into the prison. (laughs) Then the next day, we, you are found in the police station asking that the man should be released that you want to take his place you want to free him it's it, it sounding like madness is it not? it's sounding like stupidity the Bible says that para, yet peradventure para for a good man some would even dare to die but God's love was commended to us in that while we are yet sinners, so in the narrative I'm giving, the criminal has not even repented. And in quote, it will be seen like you're foolishly going to the police station and asking, please let him go free. You're letting go free in advance, that is, that whenever he repents, the story, as I'm telling it is, is, is it's sounding unbelievable. But that was the love that God had for us. We too real, we realize later in our lives that we are sinners. It's not always from our birth or as early as possible. Some of us late, some people are deathbed. That's when we even realize that we need a savior. And before the thought comes to our mind that we need a savior, we are told that Christ has already died ahead of time. God's love for man is cannot be comprehended. It cannot be explained it, if you follow the line of logic of cause and effect of justice it does not follow justice I mean we do not deserve what we are getting from Christ then on top of that you bring the criminal home or on top of that you tell the criminal there's a the money I'm leaving for you whenever ABC happens you can take that money I have paid for ABC Almost like in our case, Christ Himself plans and says, If anyone believes in me, though you have done me wrong, you have cost me my life. I have paid for your sins on Calvary. I hold no grudges against you. If you accept me, if you accept the payment I've made for you, excuse me, if that man paid in the police station and said, The criminal, whenever he says, Let that he has, he's sorry for whatever he has done. And then he pays the bill for that man in the prison, in the police station. Whenever he comes to his mind and say, I'm sorry, I have paid for the bill. Which criminal will not jump at the offer? And then Christ himself, we are told, has prepared for us a place. Sometimes I ask, why is he giving us heaven? For what? What do we deserve? Why is he giving us eternal life? What have we done to deserve eternal life? or peace of mind, or pardon from sin, or forgiveness from sins. We have not done anything. Yet, the love of God still stands steadfast and sure. When He came here, we even murdered Him. And all sorts of names we are called, we are labelled, He was labelled by all sorts of names. Yet, He held on to the love he had for us and said, I will save man at whatever cost it may be to me. Satan tempted him in so many ways to turn him back from his mission, but he remained steadfast. How can you explain this kind of love? And we are not talking about uh, uh, things that do not have value or, or that we do not experience. For Christians, we know we have experienced forgiveness of sins. We know we have experienced victory in in one or two areas of our lives. And we are told it was the cross that made it possible. So we are not talking about something we are not already experiencing or something that is going to be in the future, per se. The kingdom of God is even within us today. And we are told Christ paid the price. Friends, for me, it's really amazing it's really it's really something to really take our time and our minds not something that nothing can be compared to and i know one of the reasons why nothing can be compared to this love is that there is nothing in this world that was able to save me from sin my own habits there was no amount of money or influence there was nothing i had that could pay for my sins or the guilt and the doubts and the struggles I had with different habits and sins. Nothing except Jesus made that sacrifice. And that's why you see some people today who have not understood this sacrifice or the offer Jesus has for them. Some commit suicide. Some out of frustration run away from their homes and their families. Some take to drugs Some try to end their life because of the misery. And the reason is because there is nothing they have attempted in this life that could solve their problem. But all who have accepted Christ can understand the freedom that comes from Him. And that freedom is at the price of the cross. Heaven then, which is like a bonus, unmerited as it is, is indeed cheap. For we have nothing here to pay for it. I really pray that the love of Christ will keep expanding in our minds and make us subdued and make us humble before him and make us know that we really didn't deserve not anything, but indeed, he has loved us. May this love continue to grow in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Heaven is cheap enough. In light of what my brother has just said, Then we ask ourselves the question how much does eternal life cost then? It costs the death of Jesus. But who paid it? It was not me. It is Jesus that paid. So how much is it? How much do you pay to get to heaven? How much do you pay to get the blessings of eternal life and all other pleasures that come with it? You see that heaven is cheap. If you were asked to pay by yourself, after paying, you wouldn't be alive anymore to even get to heaven because the price ought to be your life. But Jesus paid the price for us. And now, it is actually, in comparison, it is free. The only thing you have to give up are the things that even stopped you from being there in the first place, which is your sins. That's all you have to give up, your sins. Every other thing that comes are not necessarily you giving up your sins. What I mean is when you give up your sins, it may come with losses in this earth. The problem, the real thing is you are not necessarily giving up those other things. It's actually giving up your sins that cause those other losses. But in the kingdom of God, righteousness is not going to cause any loss. The reason we are here on earth, the reason that we have losses here on earth is because we are in a lost world so that when you practice righteousness it causes some losses in different areas of the life but in the kingdom of god righteousness is not going to cause any loss at the end of the day you see that we really are not giving up anything except that which even stopped us from having life in the first place so heaven is indeed cheap enough and what are the blessings god has prepared for us we've talked about it several times the mansions. The enlarged capacities, like I would say, our eyes will be sharper than the Hubble telescope. We can be able to see from here to other planets. Our eyes will be really, really sharp. We'll be able to fly from one place to another. We'll have crowns and mansions kept for us. Life will be eternal and bliss all over the place. This is what God has kept for us. You can listen to the past devotions on our high calling where we have heaven is cheap enough and even others before that to get the understanding of what this is. But the point today to understand is it cost the death of Jesus but he paid, we did not pay. So it came at no cost to us. It came at every the cost of heaven. Because heaven is heaven because of Jesus. <laughs> heaven is not heaven if Jesus is not there. So God gave his best gifts and that was what heaven cost him. But it didn't cost us anything. So why would we want to lose this opportunity? Like it was said in devotion, I cannot afford to miss it and none of us should permit anything to stop us from making it to heaven. We should really contemplate these things properly and ask ourselves, are we being pennywise and pound foolish? Are we trying to gain our little here on earth and lose the big stuff that God has kept for us? That is being pennywise and pound foolish. We should think properly about this thing and ask ourselves, what shall it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Think about it and make the wise and right decision. May God give us grace to make this decision in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Let us pray. Our Father, we thank you for letting us have a glimpse of how much you love us. We've been told to contemplate, to meditate, to not allow anything of worldly interest diminish this sacrifice. Father, we understand it's expensive. We just beg this night, help us not to lose sight of this sacrifice. We indeed have our part to play, to make time available. I pray that you remind us by the work of the Holy Spirit to make our time to contemplate on heaven on the sacrifice. We are told our minds will enlarge, our affection for you will increase. Dear Lord, help us not to be those who draw nigh with our lips. Help us to draw nigh with our hearts and our minds. Lord, that we may indeed drink of this fountain that never draws dry. Father, We are told that in the light of cross everything that seems a sacrifice will diminish that this world will lose its glimpses its glitters please help us to take this remedy you've given to us assist us lord assist our minds that when we contemplate it will enlarge and at the end of the day we want to make it to heaven we will make it to heaven by your grace and we'll look behind and say Thank you, Father. May this be our experience and thank you for answering us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.